Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Fab Five and the Beyond Your Best Plan podcast. I'm so excited to be here with my five sisters or my four sisters, the five of us. It's Whitney, Sarah, Claudette, and Catherine, and I'm Kathleen. We are here today with a new episode of Owning Your Sexy. What does sexy mean to you? How do you respond when you hear us say, Owning Your Sexy? Sexy means something different to all of us, and whatever sexy is to you, it's important to embrace it. And it's a conversation that we all have around sexy, and sexy sometimes brings shame because when society teaches us that sexy is about our body type and what we're lacking and marketing's wrapped around all that, what we're lacking, what we need in order to be sexy. And Today's discussion is really about what is sexy to you and how can you embrace it? Because for sexy for me is not about my body type or how someone else perceives that. For me, sexy is about empowerment, confidence, powerful, you know, all the words that create a sexy feeling within me. And I'm just curious, does anybody else have, what do you think about what sexy says to you when it comes up and how do you feel? I love the word sexy. (laughs) And you know, one of the things, you know, that, and I agree with you, Kathleen, it's a sexy, when I think about it is it's a vibe, it's a feeling, it's a confidence. It comes within, right? However, I would be a little remiss if I didn't say that sometimes I can get caught up in the mirror part, right? And rather than the feeling part, I am one that in the past has, you know, kind of gone up and down and, you know, had some challenges with body image and things like that. And I've done quite a bit of work in that area. And it's actually one of my intentions for 2021, but it really is. And so I just spent some time really getting clear on this whole body image and sexy and what is that? And I come back to, it's that, it's powerful. It's that confidence. It's, it's how we feel. On the body image side, I think it's also important to listen to, listen to your body, right? If, if you're feeling like, you know, you want to be healthier, you want to, you know, you want to trim down the waist a little bit, or you want to feel stronger, you want to have stronger biceps. I'm all about you know, doing things that's going to make you feel that confidence, feel that sexy, because you can, and speaking from my own personal experience, you can create that from within, 
right? Even if you're caught up in what you see in the mirror right now, you can still use visualization exercises and get into simple actions, simple shifts with just 30 minutes of working out and you'll start to feel that sexy and that competent confidence through these visualizations and these actions. Yeah, that's true, Catherine. And I'd be remiss to say that it would not be beneficial if we didn't actually bring it to the forefront that women have been shamed for being feeling sexy, dressing sexy. And there's been a lot of judgment around that. And I, I for one, have in the past used my sexiness to get what I want. And um, it really comes down to, <laughs> as Whitney says, yes, in the background. And that didn't benefit me, actually. You know, like that made me feel lesser than, it made me feel almost dirty that I actually did that. And I didn't realize it at the time that I was actually even doing that. And so let's just put it to the forefront that, what we've experienced in our lifetime creates the patterns again. You know, like for me, I experienced sexual abuse as a child. So what was I taught as a child? What I was taught as a child was that I use my body to get what I need or want. And it is a sick thought in your head that you're not even thinking it. Your body's programmed it. And so, you know, through all the healing that I've done and I've removed a lot of shame and guilt and judgment of self around how I've, I've used certain, certain acts in my life to benefit me. And I don't mean just sexually, I don't mean going out and sleeping with people. I mean, just, you know, showing up and using my smile, my legs, you know, like whatever to move forward. And, and I mean, that's pretty vulnerable. And actually it's quite daring for me to even say that, but it is true that I have in the past. And since I've moved through some of my own healing around the sexual abuse, I've realized now that's what I did. And I had to deal with a lot of self-judgment and self-blame around that. So, you know, those of you who are listening and have acted in that way, you know, hold yourself with grace and ease. I say that just about every episode, but really hold yourself with grace and ease because sometimes it's a program. And so now if you're aware of it, you get to, you get to address it. You get to release it. You get to remove that from your, your energy field. So where you can really embrace your sexiness and from, I feel sexy when I'm most confident and that confidence comes from an internal confidence, not what other people are seeing of me. It is really how I feel about myself. Can we just honor Kathleen right now for sharing that? That was so beautiful. And thank you for stepping up and sharing that with all of us. Of course. You know, it's interesting you say that, Kathleen. And I will say that I have done the same. I And you, then you made a distinction between sort of, I guess I was looking at it a little differently and maybe I need some healing work. But so I was thinking using, leveraging, I I guess if you use those words, it does sort of sound, (laughs) you know, it does kind of have a connotation of, you know, something and, and untoward. But I don't think that at least for me that 
using, maximizing, leveraging all aspects of who I am. Like you said, not in a sexual way, but the femininity, the soft side, the feminine side, the things that when I feel at my most sexy, it is a confidence, but it's an inner confidence that comes from embracing the totality of who I am. And as a woman, that includes my smile. That includes, you know, whatever it is I have to work with. And therefore, you know, I have, like I said, maybe, maybe I need some healing, but if, you know, <laughs> I have not felt like there's a problem with that. At the same time, I have absolutely used sex to get what I wanted, right? So, you know, being a little flirty, being, you know, soft and coquettish, I'm not having a problem with that, you know, throwing out something else, you know, maybe we're in a judgment-free zone, but that's not something that I think is particularly sexy, right? Using sex itself to get what you want is not the same thing as being sexy in my mind. And so... I, I just, as you were talking, made made some notes, and I would say some of the times that I feel at my most sexy is when I'm in my sweats, and you know, hairs. What do they say? Jim hair don't care. Kind of in one of those moments, but there'll be a look between my husband and I, and it's just a look, and. And I was like, oh, okay, because I am confident in who I am as I'm standing in my power, in my softness, in my femininity, which I, I will admit, I don't probably embrace as much as I could or I should as a business person, as someone who's very left brain, logical, analytical, it's much easier and more natural for me to embrace sort of that masculine energy than the feminine. So when I do, I just go with it. So that's me. I feel like this has been really confusing topic for myself my whole life. I had a very important woman in my life and she made sexy feel good. And she made confidence feel good and she made interacting with the opposite sex and even the same sex feel good but I also had another very important woman in my life who did a lot of things to make all of that feel awful and I didn't know in the time nor do I think many people around her knew at the time that she had severe sexual abuse as a child from family members And now looking back, I understand why she was always trying to put out my fire. And it literally was that. At one point, she burned all of the underwear my mom had sent for Christmas because she thought it was too sexy for my age and or throw away makeup, you know, and really heavily criticize my interactions with men. And I was a very young, innocent I personally didn't even know it was anything to do with sexy, but so 
I had these really opposing views from these very important women in my life. And it created a lot of confusion and a lot of, I have felt guilt, Kathleen, because I was admonished so heavily about my physical actions around men, even when I was just 12 or 13. Obviously, I didn't know that I was doing anything or creating anything. But so for me, there's just been a lot of confusion. And I have used sex and sexy and my wooing ways to get what I wanted. Absolutely. They're 100% how I have done that to win the advantage or to get to the result that I was looking for in the moment. But what I learned later in life was understanding that what men found most sexy was actually not a look or necessarily even a type of action, but more along the lines of confidence And when my husband feels like I'm most sexy, I'm confident in the moment. And I'm usually capable of encouraging his confidence. So what he feels good about is my confidence in the moment. Not, I don't even know that he cares what I look like or what I'm wearing. Sometimes I don't think he sees what I wear because he's off. (laughs) Yeah. And so do do we define that then is, is sexy when we're in our heart, right? When we come into that space and we can be giving and I can give compliments and I can encourage him and I can be a supportive wife you know, those are the times I think he finds me sexy. And that's when I'm in my heart, not my head. When I'm in my head, I'm worrying about my gut and my arms. Do they look too big? Or, you know, man, what does my butt look like from behind? (laughs) That's when I'm in my head. But when I'm really in my heart, I think that is when my husband finds me the sexiest. And, And maybe that's some clarity that I've been able to discover over the years is it really for me, has turned out that it has very little to do with appearance or look as much as it does confidence and being in my heart and being able to actually give to others in that moment. Well, that's, I, I mean, Sarah, you bring up the exact reason why all five of us thought that this was so important to bring forth is that they're the opposing views and the mixed messages that women get around sexy and why and how we become sexy and embrace that sexy. And, you know, like some people, and and Claudette, I'm definitely going to get to you, but some people actually have gregarious personalities and others take that as being using your sexuality Mm -hmm. to get what you want. And, and I, for one, I'm, I'm gregarious and I'm touchy and I, and I have a flirtatious smile and, that smile and that gregariousness is with females and men. It is not one or the other. And that I judged that for a long time after I realized what I had done to get where I was, you know, like using that sexiness. Then I judged it and went within and like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. I've got to be straight. I got to be like, put the walls up, be very, very clear that this is not about sex or be trying to, you know, hit on someone. This is who I am. So I pulled back. All Victorian and stuff. (laughs) I wouldn't quite go that far, but. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little too far. I don't think you, you know. No. 
But I did. And, and so the judgment can go either way, right? Like you just said, it's the opposing views, the expectations, the judgment we have on ourselves based on what we've been taught or heard. And it creates a lot of conflict. So Claudette, I'd love to hear your thought because you're always bringing some profound comments. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Um, I, you know, I just go back to instinct, right? Like when we were all cavemen and cave women, you know, if we were in a tribe of nine men and 13 women, <laughs> there was a little bit of competition there, right? And we looked at how our butt was, you know, men were attracted to the butt. It's all for mating. It's all, you know, so there's a side of what is considered sexy that is instinctual. And, you know, so as girls, we're trying to navigate that growing up. And if we don't have mothers or female figures that understand it, it gets a little complicated. I know for me, I desired that attention so much, but I've also gone through abuse and it was this push pull for me for a long time. Like, yes, I want that attention. It felt safer to get that attention, but then don't be devourous with me, (laughs) you know, like then that feels unsafe too, right? Like it's that push pull thing. And I did a study on the seven SE mirrors of relationships and understand that there's two mirrors that specifically reflect in this, but I'm going to just talk about the seventh, the third one in the seventh, but let's talk about the seventh just really fast. It's a mirror of self-perception. And so whatever we perceive about ourselves is mirrored back out into the world. And I believe that the seventh mirror plays a huge part in people in their, how they perceive themselves reflecting out into the world because the world is, is a mirror to us, you know, right. And so it helped me by getting truth about that. Like, how do I view myself? Am I comfortable in my, in my skin? And I can swing 20 pounds in weight, right? And I'm tall, so I can carry it. And people don't notice that much, you know, but for me, I notice. So do I experience feeling sexy and beautiful at any weight? Do I experience, or do I base it just on external things? And so that leads me into the internal in sexy, you know, if it's instinctual, sexy is used to get your way. It is used to manipulate. It's used to land that man or get something. If it's spiritual, it just is being. And in the presence of being is always so much stronger than getting, right? And that's how I begin to judge. I'm like, oh, I'm not you know, because I've done it. I think we're all doing confession right now. We've all used our sexy, what we perceive to get our way with men. I mean, there are tribes that talk about, you know, food for sex. The men will be in one hut. The women will be in another hut. The women cook, the men (laughs) go hunt. And then they have these other little smaller huts where you just get together and you have sex and it's for the procreation of the tribe. And then when the boy is a certain age, he goes back to the men and he's, You know, I mean, this has been going on for thousands and thousands of years, but I think there's just that difference of, are you spiritually sexy or are you instinctually sexy, right? Like that's how I would differentiate that. And if you're spiritually sexy, you no longer need to get because you can create anything. If you're spiritually sexy, you just step into the being, which comes from the confidence that Sarah talked about. Men rate confidence as one of the top reasons why they're attracted to a woman. 
you know, and and confidence is something that you just are, you step into the being of confidence and then that energy radiates and that draws people to you. And to me, that sexiness is a lot sexier, right? Yes. It's like using sex versus being sexy. It's like one of my little notes I wrote here. The only other thing I was going to say is I did a study with Alison Armstrong on the differences between men and women. And there was one thing she did and I was like, this is sexy. So it's like, if you have a partner or with a future partner, practice slowing down, eating your meal in the now, in the moment, savoring. And if you like something, comment on it, right? Like if you're taking a drink, you're drinking it. You're like, this is so amazing. And then you just pause, you look, stop rushing and be in the fullness of yourself. I'm guaranteeing people that your partner will appreciate that. I can get so <laughs> dirty say, right now. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to drink comment. <laughs> Claudia, I thought you said eating your meal in the naked. <laughs> you know, no. so, okay, that's so good, that's another example. We can do that too. <laughs> yeah, so that is not beyond the realm okay, of possibility. Right? You only <laughs> this, see it no matter what. And I, I just wanted to quickly say that Whitney brought it up perfectly she described it perfectly that she's at her sweatiest her hair's a mess she has her sweatpants on and her husband looks at her and, he, and it's almost like yum you know like she, I love that. she's taking care of herself she she is confident in her being and he finds that extremely sexy just like Sarah just mentioned and I love to hear that because it's really you know when you are you have that baseball hat on, you have your sweatpants on, you just got done at the gym or went for a walk or whatever you're doing, no matter your size, no matter, you know, like it's not about the size, it's about the way you're clean. It's the energy. It goes back to the energy that you're portraying out into the world of like, yeah, this is awesome. I feel great because I just invested in me and our partners or future partners feel that. They sense that. And even people on the street, when someone walks by at me and I've dressed like that, a male walks by and smiles and has that sparkle in his eyes. I keep walking with that smile on my face. I'm like, yeah, that's what it's about. You know, that's called a Cupid arrow. That's what that's called is a Cupid arrow. And whether you're married or not, take in those Cupid arrows, whether they're from men or women, they're all little love arrows going right at your heart. Take those in because that helps to build that confidence and that sexy feeling. You mentioned walking down the street, Kathleen. I was thinking about while we were all talking the other day, I was walking down the street in DC, big old black puffy coat on, you know, probably yoga pants here up in a bun like I have right now. And I'm just on my phone doing a quick message. And I guess I just had that sexy walk vibe going on because like these guys driving down the street, totally hollered at me from the car, from the street. And I'm thinking, and they're like, yeah, you. And I was like, oh, hey. you know, and I was like, good Lord, I mean, I don't how, you know, but okay. But it was just that sexy vibe. I was on my phone. I was feeling good, you know, and I can't imagine that I had any kind of sexy look. I certainly wasn't dressed sexy. Big old puffy coat, just on my phone. So it, it is a it Ain't nobody, ain't no partner want to get on no broke-ass angry bus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna, you're like, hey, baby, come here. I'm broke-ass angry. No. 
No. You walking down the road like that, you are that that bus, you know, the kind of buses that the musicians when they're traveling use, you know, those pimped out two million dollar bus. That's who you are. That's that confidence <laughs> rising up. And they're like, hey, I because what soul is not attracted to energy, expansion, happiness, love, confidence, right? That's, uh, that's what I was yeah, going to say that, that, you know, just being happy within yourself, radiating that from health. Right. So, you know, we're always talking about emotional health, but physical health and not in a whether it's about size. But if you're taking care of yourself, right, if you're meditating, if you're eating well, all of that just radiates from the inside out. And when you can radiate that, then you can convey that energy. And that's where the confidence comes from. And, you know, I, as you guys were talking, I was thinking about, I was on Weight Watchers a few years ago and I was on my way the place you go to to weigh in was like a half a block from my job. And this particular, I remember this so clearly. I was in a purple silk suit, a sheath dress that had a matching jacket and in pumps because I was at work, which I can't remember last time I had high heels on. <laughs> it's, it's probably been. No one can. No one can. probably been a, a year. I drove around my house at this point. Okay? <laughs> but I was walking down to the place to go weigh in. And as I was walking, I noticed that my dress wasn't hugging my hips. And in that moment, right, it was just a, ooh, right? And it wasn't so much that I shed a couple pounds. It was because I was aware of some changes happening within me, that there was health going on. And I remember straightening up and walking with this real sense of, I'm a badass, right? And, you know, walk this half a block or block or whatever it was. And it was just something that was in my head that was triggered, and I hadn't looked in a mirror and no one had to say anything to me. It was just a feeling of, it was a knowing in that moment. And so I think sexy comes from, there's a knowing. And whatever triggers that then helps to radiate this energy and the confidence gets conveyed up from the inside out. Wouldn't it be true to also think that if you're having some challenges in your relationship, evaluating how you're addressing sexy, does it matter? And I believe if you're angry, lacking confident and feeling insecure, it's really only going to spell trouble for your romantic relationship, right? Or or even other relationships that you're have you know that you have with people because as Claudette said I mean nobody want to be around that and it came up for us in a discussion a couple weeks ago in regards to a friend who seems a little stuck in a real negative mental pattern and so you know what do you do to get out of that and I think that is is really just working on healing your inner self and then maybe the sexy comes back right but I think it 
we can also use our own sexy to enhance our relationships, to enhance our experience in life. Because really what we're saying sexy is, is being confident in our hearts and aware, right? And, and, and then just straightening up and adjusting, just like you said, Whitney, you know, it was a moment. And then I, I guarantee people perceived you different in that moment and knew that there was a change. Oh, absolutely. If anyone would have said anything, because the fact that I'm still aware of that moment years later, it was just that it was like, wow. So yeah, that's a, it's a good point, Sarah. And we need to love ourselves. I mean, you know, this is a whole nother podcast, obviously, but you know, sexy comes from loving and accepting yourself and drop the judgment. Stop, you know, drop measuring yourself. Oh, I'm, I weigh too much. So I can't be with my partner or whatever. Just get in and, you know, take the effort pill and just enjoy life. And at that point, start, start imagining love going through your whole body, your whole system and let it just start to feel it. Take a moment and then approach your partner and just forgiveness for yourself. I mean, that's just, it's, it's all about that, right? I have two strategies that you can implement right away for body image improvement. One is when, okay, we get caught up. I often hear, but what about what I see in the mirror? And then this negative talk goes in, right? I have been so mean to myself about my body. It is not even funny. Okay. Sarah, you mentioned this when you were talking earlier too. You take, okay, you get that negative thought, oh, thought looking too big or love handle getting a little out of, whatever, like negative talk. Take a minute and just say, I appreciate my body. I appreciate my body. It just changes the vibration. All those just simple words. I appreciate my body. Our bodies do so much for us. It is unbelievable how much our bodies just do naturally for us by us just giving it love. That'll start to tame those thoughts, right? Just, I appreciate my body. Simple words. It changes the vibration like that. The second thing you can do is just taking five minutes, 10 minutes, however long you want, and just close your eyes and just visualize the body you want. Running down the beach in that bikini, hot, steamy, sex, feeling so confident, walking down the street, whatever it is, visualizing your body just working efficiently and it's so healthy. And like you mentioned healing, Sarah, like and Claudette, Kathleen, I know this is totally your vibe. You can visualize and heal your body by just what visualizing what you want. Two things. Visualize what you want. Every time a negative thought comes in, I appreciate my body. I appreciate my body. You can even fill it in for why you appreciate it. Just to tag on to what you said, Catherine, and in closing, I have a closing remark on an article that I read recently. But in what Catherine mentioned is like when you visualize your body and say, I appreciate my body for whatever it's done. And if you've criticized your body, just see a circle with a big red X in it of what you just criticized yourself with. So if I said, oh, my God, I hate my stomach. Just see, I hate my stomach in this big circle and then put a big red X over it and then replace it what you love about your body. So it really cancels out the negativity of 
that energy that you've put into that. And then it replaces it with that positive energy. And there was an article that I recently read on what does embracing your sexy mean? And really out of the entire article, it's being a boss ass bitch is what the quote was being a boss ass bitch and being a boss ass bitch is not about being controlling or forceful or demanding or dominant. It's about being confident, fulfilled, creative, powerful, joyful, happy, right, joyful, happy. And so when you think about sexy and you want to embrace your sexy, it's not about seeking sexy from the outside or other people's opinions or thoughts or looks. It's about your own thoughts and looks and feelings about yourself. And it's not just about your body, it's about your energy. So what energy do you want to put out into the universe when you embrace your sexy? And please feel free to comment on this episode, on on the podcast, comment on our Facebook page of Beyond Your Best Plan, like us on Instagram, go and follow us and share this episode. I think women all around, and I know men could use this, but this is about women, women being receiving opposing messages, opposing views, mixed mixed messages. And it's about clearing that up for yourself, not about seeking it outside. So thank you for joining us on this episode. Please share, please like, please comment, please rate us. And we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye. We love you. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.